This morning, the scripture is from Mark, the first chapter, verses 9 through 15, and I'll be reading from the Message Translation. At this time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. The moment he came out of the water, he saw the sky split open and God's Spirit, looking like a dove, came down on him. Along with the Spirit, a voice, You are my Son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. At once, the same Spirit pushed Jesus out into the wild. For forty wilderness days and nights he was tested by Satan. Wild animals were his companions, and angels took care of him. After John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee, preaching the message of God. Time's up. God's kingdom is here. Change your life and believe the message. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The season of Lent is a wonderful opportunity for us to refocus, to prioritize our relationship with the living God, and to seek God in new ways with one another. One of the ways that we are offering as a church to intentionally grow in our relationship with God and one another is through the small group ministries that uh, we'll be meeting beginning this week and throughout the 40 days of Lent. There's sign-up sheets and times uh, on the sign-up board across from my office, and I hope you'll take advantage of that opportunity to grow in faith. The journey of Jesus is what we look at in the season of Lent. And Lent always begins with Jesus' baptism and how the same spirit that descended on him like a dove is the spirit that leads him out into the wilderness, where it says he was tempted. But in the Gospel of Mark, the temptations are not explicitly written. We don't know what the temptations were in the Gospel of Mark, which was the earliest and first Gospel written, which is helpful for us because the hope is that as we look at the life of Jesus, we look at our own lives and see where the parallels are, how the Spirit is leading us. So in some ways, the temptation, it is for us to fill in the blank. Jesus is tempted, and it says that he was with the wild beasts. Do you ever feel like you are with the wild beasts? That which cannot be controlled? That which may threaten us or make us feel vulnerable? We, like Jesus, at times are in the wilderness where there are wild beasts that are out of our control. And the parallels continue that when Jesus was in the wilderness, the scripture in Mark says that he was ministered to by angels. The angels cared for him. That is good news that as we go through our own wilderness, whatever that may be, God provides angels that look after us, that care for us, that give us the courage to keep going. This Lenten season, 
we're going to be um, listening to Jesus' journey and reflecting on that, and also reflecting on the journey of various people in our congregation. Because sometimes the journeys that we go through as people resonate with others and make us realize that we're not alone and that um, there's some solidarity in that. And so we are grateful today uh, that Penny Sutterby is going to be our conversation partner around this round table. And Penny is our Simpson Seminarian. Oh, let me get the microphone. Penny is our Simpson Seminarian and um, is known by many things, beloved of God, seminarian, but also one of the newest identities is as cancer survivor. And we are very grateful for your presence and for the way that God has led you through your journey with cancer and uh, led you to remission and led you back here to Chatham United Methodist Church. Um, so, as Penny and I have been talking about this, um, we, we've identified a few questions that may, may help someone here. Uh, one, of the, one of the questions that I hope you can respond to however you wish, it's kind of an open-ended question, is where on your journey with cancer, through cancer, after cancer, where did you sense God present? And like Jesus in the desert, in the wilderness, were there any moments where you felt like there were angels ministering to you as you walked through that wilderness experience? And you can go wherever you want with those questions. Obviously, when you are faced with a life-threatening illness, as I was, you become very overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to turn. And furthermore, I didn't feel God's presence. And I, after I struggled with this for a little while, I realized that I needed something to help keep me strong. During that time, um, I was putting up uh, posts on Facebook with a picture and a little thing about, a little summarization about what I went through that week and how I was feeling and things like that. And it was through those times of Facebook that those words of encouragement came. And God put those words in somebody's mind. And those, those, that encouragement came to me. And not only did it come through Facebook, but it came through um, cards. I, I got so, so many cards from everybody with just words of encouragement. And I also did a, um, a T-shirt fundraiser that was supposed to be just for the people who were taking me to my chemo treatments. But that exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to the folks here at Chatham United Methodist Church, um, they helped me out with that. And they sent me a picture on Facebook with everybody wearing their um, Team Trouble Kicking Cancer t-shirts. And it was just awesome. And a friend of mine pointed out that it was my body that was sick. 
not my spirit. And that I wasn't alone. And I got to the point where I couldn't fight any longer. I wanted to give up. And I had to turn to those things that I loved, my family and my faith in God. And God gave me this life, and I need to fight. And then once I, got, once I found out I was in remission, and I was able to look back on all of this, I saw humiliation, I saw humbleness, and I was able to see things in full brightness. It was amazing. So as far as the angels are concerned, God works through people. As he, those are the angels, the people that he touches, that come to you to bring those words of encouragement. And you know, God, God's not done with my journey yet, and he's not done with yours yet either. And if you're in the midst of temptation, in the wilderness, like Jesus, know that he is with you, and he will send angels to help you to get through this part of your journey. You are not alone, and you have nothing to fear, and God loves you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's a powerful witness of how the Spirit has been at work in your life. I, I very much appreciate you saying that at the beginning of this journey, you felt like God was not there. Um, that's so human. And good and faithful people experience that. I mean, some refer to that as the dark night of the soul, where they just don't feel God's presence. But how people uh, reminded you of God's encouragement, uh, I, I find that helpful. And maybe helpful for us if we are going through the dark night of the soul, which is part of the faith journey, then maybe the word from the Lord through Penny is look for the people who are showing love. Look for the people who are showing care. Look for the people who are showing compassion because that may be where God is. And if you're not in the dark night of the soul, or even if you are, maybe the word of God through Penny today is be the angels to someone. Be the words of encouragement to someone. Be the words that say you're not alone to someone, um, even if it's through Facebook. Yeah. So you were getting that message through some of the things you would post and responses people would give you from all over the world, I imagine. All over the world, yes. Huh. And there are people out there who are, who are praying for you that you don't even know. That's true. Yeah, how many times have we as a congregation prayed for people that we don't know, but God knows? Yes. And did you, were you aware of other congregations praying for you, people who said, my church is praying for you? Um, not right away. Um, it didn't come to light until after the fact. So it was like, here, you guys prayed for me. My home church, Tyre United Methodist Church, um, Booton United Methodist Church, and I'm sure there was many, many others out there that were praying as well. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. And maybe that's God's call to us through your testimony too, is that 
we can be in a ministry of prayer that uh, affects people we don't even know, but God knows how to answer those prayers. We thank God for you and for what God is doing in your life. And this story, as we have spoken before, this story is still being written. Um, let us pray. Gracious God, we give thanks for Penny and for the way your healing touch has been at work in her life. We give thanks for the angels who have ministered to her. God, bless us that we might see the angels in our midst and bless us to your service, O oh God, so that we might be angels to someone who's going through a difficult time. We give thanks for your presence with us always and your promise to be there. We pray in Christ and the people of God said, Amen. Amen.